Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You... When we are feeling a deep peace, a deep abiding peace and freedom, it affects us in all areas of our lives and especially our work lives. Hi, my peak performer. I am Henneka Watkins, Porter, host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia, Jamaica Stock Exchange and Patwa Apparel. And now let's go to today's episode. Today's guest is a forgiveness guide and coach, award-winning author and speaker. At 58, she overcame the anger and bitterness she'd lived with her entire adult life when she discovered forgiveness and gratitude. As a result, she teaches others to find that place where peace and freedom await. I'm so happy to Speak with today, Caroline Jones, author, speaker, and coach. Welcome, Caroline Jones, to The Entrepreneurial You. Oh, thank you, Hanukkah. I'm delighted to be here. Awesome. So I normally start with a fun question, and here's a fun question for you. Would you rather be three inches taller or three inches shorter? You know, I have often wondered what the world looks like from a higher height, and I'm rather short, so I would like to be three inches taller. <laughs> All right, so we're going to now, before we get started, rather, let me get your social media handle, the one that you're most prevalent on. I'm on Facebook, mostly, and that is Carolyn C.J. Jones, facebook.com slash Carolyn C.J. Jones. There are two J's. So, and as a reminder to my peak performers, you already know that you can find me, com or com, and on social media, everything, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything, Porter or Patwa Apparel. So I'm really excited to get started with you, Carolyn. And I'd love to first start off by having some some insight into your background. How were you as a child? How did you grow up? With great difficulty, actually, although I came across to everyone that everything was okay. That was a learned behavior. It was a very chaotic and sometimes traumatic, both physically and verbally and, and emotionally um, upbringing. And from it, I came away with a self-confidence that was non-existent, a self-esteem that was in the toilet. I felt a great deal of shame and worthlessness. I came away with the messages that you don't know what you're talking about and you'll never amount to anything. You said shame and all of that, but how overall, how did that cause you to feel when you were going through that? Oh, I was terrified most of the time that I would do or say the wrong thing and incur the wrath of punishment. I felt really afraid 
That was my main feeling. And so what we're going to be doing now, we're going to be, because you've already painted that picture for us. And now we want to juxtapose it with who you are today. And how did you make that transition into who you are today? So paint the picture of the person you are today and the transition that you had to make, the process in getting to where you are now. A little bit more about my history. After I left home to go to college, in senior year, I discovered alcohol and drugs. And I started a 30-year drinking and drugging spree It worked beautifully to numb my feelings that I was having and my anger. I was hugely angry. I then got in a marriage, an alcoholic marriage, where the message I received from him was, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know much about anything. And those messages came with me as I became an entrepreneur. I became an entrepreneur after I got sober. It was a crash and burn bottom for me. I was very emotionally shattered. It was an unrequited love. I fell in love with someone while I was still married and thought he felt the same way. He didn't. I left my marriage to make myself available for him. So when I found out that he didn't care for me, I hit rock bottom with my drinking. Finally, knowing I was dying, I prayed to a God I didn't even believe in, begging for help, Hanukkah, begging. Within a month, I found myself traveling from Sausalito in the San Francisco Bay Area to San Diego to get sober with my former bartender. She was getting sober herself. That began my change as a person. My change really took shape when four years into it, I discovered a way to forgive my parents. That brought such immediate peace and freedom. It was like the world fell off my shoulders. It was really awesome. That was in 2004. So since that time, I have continued to work on myself, continued to work on my sobriety. In 2006, I was set up, I was retrained by the workers' compensation system to be a photographer, a fine art photographer. So I did that for about three years, and then I self-published my book, which ended up being a multi-award-winning book, Opening the Gates of the Heart, A Journey of Healing. In 2012, I was at a seminar that was called Rejuvenate Your Practice. So I'm sitting in this Rejuvenate Your Practice thinking, yeah, I need my practice rejuvenated, you know, my publishing practice. Well, It was a seminar for holistic practitioners and life coaches. Before long, I began to realize that I have a message for the world. It is about forgiveness. And from that point, I started studying to be a speaker and a coach. I got certified. I took a lot of speaking classes. I still do. I joined Toastmasters. Annika, the last couple of years, the last year especially, I've gotten very deeply into gratitude 
and even more deeply into peace, more freedom. It's just been, it's like I live in a, in a place of bliss, I guess. That doesn't mean that bad things don't come up. They do. But I'm able to get back pretty readily to that place of peace. What happened to really strike my self-confidence with gold was I presented a program that I developed to the men incarcerated at San Quentin State Prison in the San Francisco Bay Area. It was so well received and it was so empowering to watch the changes in the attitudes that these men had. Right. So where you are now, because we wanted to paint that picture, you're coming from where you believe that, you know, those thoughts and, and words that were said to you kept playing over in your head and you actually believe those lies but you're at a place now where that is no longer the case and that's beautiful and you explained the whole transition that you know you go into the prison and you you found this program that you're now working on now you also mentioned that you found a way to forgive your your parents how did that happen at about three years sober, I was doing a self-appraisal and I was looking specifically at the ways in which my behavior had led to the demise, the ruination, if you will, of my relationships with men. And what I realized was with the few men that I became close to, I used to get drunk and yell and scream at them that they were worthless and would never amount to anything. You know, Hanako, when I realized this, I was devastated that I said this. And more to the point, though, was I didn't even mean it about them. I meant it about myself. When I realized that, I had a huge aha. I had an epiphany, and the epiphany was this. If I told these men that they were worthless and I meant it about myself, not about them, then it stood to reason that all those years that my father called me worthless and said I would never amount to anything, he really meant it about himself, not about me. You know, and suddenly I saw him as another human being who had been hurt. And I understood that hurt because I was feeling it. I saw him as a wounded human being, and I had compassion for him. I felt the same way for my mother. And so I began to have compassion for her wounds as well. This is an interesting story. Persons who are listening in from our community it could be quite a therapeutic moment, you know, quite a discovery because it is said that it is really hurting people who actually end up hurting other people. And this is such a profound uh, point at, at which we can take a break and we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we want to explore, Caroline. How can forgiveness help us to live our best life as entrepreneurs or whatever field we find ourselves in on a day-to-day -day basis? Let's take a break. Peak performers, success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal. 
but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students and professionals who want ideas, innovation and inspiration. They have a variety of high quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs culture and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookophilia. Welcome back. And we're talking with Carolyn Jones. She's a coach, author, and speaker. She's taking us through that aha moment of discovery when she recognized the reason she has been hurting other people and the reason that she was being hurt and being told those hurtful words by her mom and her dad. No, she's using that same empathy as a weapon, as a tool, as it were, for her own forgiveness and living the life she's now living after those many years of abuse and a feeling of lack of self-worth and identity and self-esteem. Now, Caroline, we're going to delve into how can forgiveness help us to live our best lives as entrepreneurs? It can have such a profound effect because when we are feeling a deep peace, a deep abiding peace and freedom. It affects us in all areas of our lives and especially our work lives. I think the the most important thing or a starting point is to understand what forgiveness is and what it isn't. People think that when they forgive someone, they're condoning what happened. That's not the case. When we forgive someone, we're only opening our own heart. It has nothing to do with them at all. Nothing to do with them. There's a feeling that we have to reconcile with the person if we forgive them. That is not the case either. You can reconcile if you'd like, but it's not necessary. I think a great definition of forgiveness is it is the choice you make to hurt and suffer less even though you're wounded that is a very empowering statement and when you put that into action when your listeners put this into action Annika they begin to see changes in their lives that perhaps they never knew could exist it's awesome what happens. At least that's been my experience. You know, I want to tie in another phenomenon to the whole forgiveness um, discussion that we've been having. And it's the whole matter of gratitude. Forgiveness becomes easier when we become grateful and when we, we come from a place of gratitude of the things that we have. So we don't we don't concern ourselves with the things that we don't have or, you know, the, the state of being that we're not. But we become, uh, we practice that gratitude. Why is it important in your mind for us to practice gratitude? Well, first of all, gratitude will transform your life or it can transform your life. I think it's incredibly 
important to practice gratitude because gratitude begets more gratitude. Gratitude begets abundance. Being grateful, especially as an entrepreneur, for every little thing that comes along, maybe being grateful for your ability to write. And so you got that proposal that you wrote. You can be grateful for basic things like that. And as you become aware and become more grateful about everyday occurrences, it grows and it grows. It's a huge abundance tool. That's why we need to be grateful. You had said earlier that when you were describing your upbringing, that you were very good at hiding uh, what was going on with you and the, the state that you were in. How much, how, how often do you find that that is the reality based on your experience? Is that the reality for a large um, number of persons that you've come in contact with? Yes, a lot of people, especially women, were taught to not really show that we're upset or angry, not to show our feelings. And I think that it just goes along with the territory sometimes of being a woman that we're not allowed to express fully. And so we adopt a smile and we don't talk about our negative feelings that we're having. Uh, your final thoughts on forgiveness and how we can, you know, just take small steps. We don't have to maybe go the, the, the full 100, the full nine yard, as, as it were. But how we can, you know, take baby steps and in, in forgiving ourselves and forgiving those who would have wounded us in the past. There's a great exercise to do. It has three questions to ask yourself and answer. So if you're thinking about a difficult situation, the first question to ask is, what is the positive that occurred because of this event? The second question is, what is the lesson that I can learn from this? And the third question is, what can I be grateful for? When you start looking at a situation and the other person involved having answered these three questions, you come at it with a more positive mindset, with fresh eyes, from a different perspective. And you begin to ease up on the other person. You can begin to have compassion, understanding that they have wounds that they're acting out. And you can have compassion for those wounds. Profound. So the questions, let me repeat them. What is a positive in this situation? What lesson can I learn from this situation? And what can I be grateful for? This is amazing. This is an interesting discussion that we've had. One that we really need to have, you know, yeah. persons make may question. So why am I talking about forgiveness when we're dealing with entrepreneurs as well? An entrepreneur is really a whole person. A whole person has issues that they are affected by on a day-to-day -day basis. And so sometimes we cannot function the way we ought to because we are being bogged down by the things that we're sweeping under the carpet. And so Caroline, we're speaking with Caroline Jones. She has 
enlightened us. She has allowed us to, to get a glimpse into her background and to share with us her journey and where she's at today. Now, Carolyn did say to me that she has some giveaways. She has some freebie for you guys, for my peak performers. Now, go right ahead and share that and also share all the various uh, ways in which our community can get in touch with you, Carolyn. I am offering to you today a free report called The Beginning, Change Your Story, Change Your Life. What this is, is a report with a couple questionnaires in it that allow you to see if you have a story, a situation, a resentment, if you will, that is affecting you in your life. And then it talks about how to go about managing that. You can get it by going to my website, which is www.carolyncjjones.com. And that's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-C-J-J-O-N-E-S.com. You can also reach me by email at carolyncjjones at yahoo.com. Or you're welcome to call me at 415-883-8325. Thank you so much, Carolyn. It has been an awesome pleasure. I enjoyed the conversation. I know the dialogue is going to continue even after we would have ended here. Continue to effect change. Continue to impact the lives of the lives of others, others who are going through very traumatic time and they need to be able to to find that peace and to to be whole, you know, and to perform, uh, increase their productivity. Because if you're an entrepreneur and you have these issues that you're faced with, then of course it's going to be affecting your productivity. My pleasure having you on the show, Caroline Jones, and I wish for you Every blessing, I wish for you much success and continue to inspire and motivate. Thank you so much, Hanika. And now, a word from our sponsor, Jamaica Stock Exchange. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. We have come to the end of another great show. Thank you so much for listening. I'd really love for you to go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, The Entrepreneurial You. That's if you've not already done so. And I really look forward to hearing from you about your journey as an entrepreneur. If you've not already started and you are about to start, I'd love to hear about that. So send me an email at hennikawatkisporto at gmail.com. In the meantime, please 
visit henikawatkisporter.com where you can access several resources to help you level up and peak your performance. Feel free to explore the website. There are several resources, there are blogs, there are the podcast, those past episodes that you've not yet listened to. You can also leave a comment on the show notes page of these episodes. So I look forward to interacting with you and to share your journey. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good? <laughs>